Hello and welcome to the Eagle Podcast. My name is Felicity and I have been homeschooling since I was in preschool and I just graduated this summer. I am joined today by... I'm Jill. I've been homeschooling since elementary school. I will be a senior this year. I'm Clara. I've been homeschooling also since preschool and I will be a senior this coming fall. I'm Sarah, and I've been homeschooling since preschool, and I'm going into sixth grade. Awesome. Um, And today, we have gathered together to pretty much discuss what a day in the life of a homeschooler is like and what it looks like. Um, So maybe let's just start from the beginning of the day when you wake up in the morning. So this will be, for me, how I was doing it, not how I'm doing it right now because I've graduated either currently or back last school year, when were we waking up usually? Personally, I would wake up, um, it would really depend on the day, but probably around like 9, mm. 9, mm-hmm. 10, not too early. I would wake up around 9 or 10 and I would immediately eat breakfast and try and get ready for the day first. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I would start working on, I would usually start with math homework, get the worse out of the way for me yeah yeah. (laughs) and that that would take me until about lunch and then I'd have lunch and then work on a few other things after that um and then dinner and then after that I just relax it was Mm -hmm. great I mean I wasn't in any rush for anything uh, unless I had like appointments that day but for the most part it was so chill relaxing yeah I find it's pretty chill so when do you usually wake up Wait, so this is, like, this past year? Yeah, not, like, during the summer, but, like, maybe last year or even, you know, maybe it's changed throughout homeschooling. I mean, particularly, I think last year was earlier than normal. Like, when I was doing traditional homeschooling, we kind of just wake up whenever our mom would wake us up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that would be, like, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. Um, But last year, it would depend if I had, like, homework. I was doing um, online classes so typically I'd wake up around 7 mm. and then try and do any homework before classes and then I'd have a few classes, have lunch, and then a few more classes and then work on homework mm-hmm. for the next day. Um, so I usually would wake up around 7 and then I would eat breakfast and then get dressed and stuff, be ready by about 9 and then always start with like my language arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, this last year, started waking up a little bit later, usually around 8 or 8.30, but in, like, uh, 10th grade, I really liked getting up really early. I got up at, like, 6, um, but I wouldn't say that's the norm for homeschoolers. I just liked to see the world early in the morning, um, but yeah... We talked a little bit about what we usually do first thing. Um, I would say we all pretty much like jump into school pretty mm-hmm. much first thing. I would, yeah, I would do the same, like eat breakfast and then just go right in. Um, this last year, I would sort of do school in chunks, like hour-long chunks. Um, and so I would usually start off with a couple of those and then do individual assignments later on in the day. So let's talk about what the meat of what we're doing is. Like, what did it look like? I personally chunked 
into hours of certain subjects, but how did you guys do it? Did you do a lot of a subject at one time or sporadically moving around? What did that look like for you? I tried to get all my homework done that I was assigned as soon as I could because I didn't want it in the way in case I had Mm. anything else to do, like Mm. going out with friends or something. I don't like it hanging over my head Mm. and I don't, I don't love to procrastinate. I mean, I procrastinate sometimes, but for the most part, um, math would take the longest for me. So I would Mm. always get that done first. And then I would do, I felt like everything else was like smaller than on my math homework. So I would do all of that later. I wouldn't really pay attention to that as much. Mm. Um, I would focus most on math. But that was really nice because once I would get it done immediately, then I didn't have it hanging over my head. Mm. Whereas if I would go out with friends, all of them saying that they had to get back and get their homework done, it was great because I didn't. (laughs) What about you, Clara? Um, I pretty much did math first, you know, get it out of the way. I tried to do most of my subjects, like, and get it done. That's subject done for the day just so I could check it off my list Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much just like whatever I have assigned just do it so I don't have to do it later Mm. yeah um I work in like half hour classes Mm. usually and then I like do language arts then history with my brother and my mom we have like a group thing then we like I have lunch then I do math and then my um German and stuff and then music Nice. Cool. So homeschoolers all have a very different style. Yeah. I I have a combination of of big chunks and smaller um, activities that sometimes I like to mix it up. Like I'll get bored of doing one subject. So I'll do a tiny bit of math and then a tiny bit of biology or whatever. Um, I think it's interesting that you guys say that you do your math first thing in the morning because I always started with my absolute easiest thing that I did every day, which was usually like German immersion because you just have to sit there and bring the German, they bring the German to you. Um, I just, if I were to start with the hardest thing, I probably would start a lot later because I didn't want to get into it. So that's interesting. I mean, everybody has a different style, but I guess I procrastinated more. Um, (laughs) But that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But let's talk about lists, like lists of homework, lists of our subjects, like what kind of physical accountability did you guys have? Or did you have none? I always made lists. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a schedule. I always have like a calendar, like a, a book that I would just like write everything down on. So I could just like, like you said earlier, like check off all the boxes for it. Mm. And that was really nice because once I would check them off, I felt like a bit of relief for it. And um, it would always be math first thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> Um, typically when we were a lot younger, my mom made like checklists for us Mm. and that would have like chores and also school. So we would just check them off. And then as we got older, we would make like a syllabus or just have like a, a calendar and just write down things that you do. Mm. Um, but also each, some of the subjects you just did like a little bit each day and you kind of knew, so you didn't really Mm. have to write it down. Mm -hmm. You just kind of go right into it. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I use checklists because I'm not the most organized person, mm-hmm. so it helps when I have checklists. And then this year, I'm using, like, a bullet journal thing. Mm, I'm, like, drawing nice. it out. Yeah. That's cool. For my schedule. Mm. I, I almost had a bullet journal kind of thing. I had a... It was a journal, and I would 
write out everything that I have to do for the week on like one page and then make an individual checklist for every day. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's interesting. We all pretty much use checklists. It's a very good way of having accountability. I personally found that I would kind of overload my checklist um, and have like more things that I could do in the day on the list. And I never, I almost never checked off everything on my list, um, but it worked out. So do you guys find that like you check everything off and then you're done or do you just like keep going and never check everything off? Sometimes what I'll do is I'll write like little things that like, mm. Just to like fill my checklist, so that like I can check mm-hmm. them off and make make it look like I'm I've being productive. Yeah. <laughs> but usually, like I'll write like the big things first, and I'll be like, "Oh, well, I have to do this, so I guess I'll write this down, yes. so I can just check it off and be like, I did that too, yes. <laughs> so it's fine." Sometimes I would um, <clears throat> for classes if there's like different a few different things to do instead of just writing like math I would actually write down the specific things and then once right. I finish them I could that was more to check off so it was a little more fun yeah because like I have different things for like language arts math instead of just like one workbook I use sometimes different things so yeah mm-hmm. and then sometimes half the time I check off everything sometimes there's always like that one thing yeah that's not checked off mm-hmm. yeah Especially, yeah. like, if you have a paper to do. Oh, yeah. Like, work on yeah. your paper. And I don't work on my paper. But I'm like, it's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. I always procrastinated paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Writing is not the most fun thing to yeah. do. Yeah. I always find that, like, I procrastinate the big projects. Like, throughout my schooling, I always had things that I did every day that were usually, like, language study. Um, like, I did Duolingo every day. And those things I found were very easy to do every day. But yeah, big projects, big individual things, like writing a paper or taking mm-hmm. a test or something, it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it's better to break that down into steps. I didn't mm. usually break things down into steps. I kind of just had like math and then do yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are pros and cons to doing that. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, how much of your productivity time are you taking up by writing a huge list with each individual oh, task? Yeah. That was part of my thinking of like, am I spending too much time writing my lists? Um, I would spend a lot of time on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'd make it look nice. Mm-hmm. And then, then I'd be like, if, it's, if it looks better, it's going to make me want to do it more. I relate to that. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, at the beginning of high school, I was very invested in taking like beautiful notes and Mm. making really pretty checklists and all that kind of stuff. And then by my senior year, I was just like writing everything in pencil and not caring and it didn't look great, but it worked. Yeah. So I think I had a sort of decline with that. Um, Lists are great. Um, So do you... So what is the overall, like not on a daily list kind of thing, but on a, for a month or for a year, do you guys have lists that you consult or do you go by a book? How do you have accountability for the whole year or the whole month? Like schooling wise? Yeah. Like, like you're talking about like syllabus or like mm-hmm. syllabi. Um, well, as far as like the whole year goes, like goals that I'd have to take care of for school. My mom would make those. Mm. I wouldn't make those. I didn't. Mm. I I don't know what I have yeah. to do. I'd leave that up to her to do. But for like syllabi, because I would go to a co-op on Mondays and mm. Wednesdays, 
um, my teachers would create those for me, which mm-hmm. was nice because mm-hmm. then I didn't have to be held accountable mm-hmm. for it because they were. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like when I was a lot younger, I also did a homeschool co-op. But before that, for logging, we kind of just like it was more casual. We like put dates on everything we did. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. kind of helped. But also like. Sometimes a workbook would have, like, a schedule in the front. So you just kind of follow mm-hmm. that if mm-hmm. you're not, like, in a scheduled class or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, my mom has, like, the pages because she has to give them to the school and, like, in my portfolio and stuff. And then she also has, like, an attendance chart mm-hmm. so so I can get my days out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, like, checks it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I wasn't super structured. Like, for some things, it was kind of... I just go on as the year goes on and the amount that I accomplish it I feel like this is gonna sound like I didn't do like I didn't have learning objectives but like I did but it was like I I continued I just put in the time and where I ended up at the end was kind of where I ended up but it wasn't like I had set out syllabi um I feel like that was more relevant for courses that are harder to structure like art or languages it's like there's no end point you can just keep going forever mm-hmm. but you mentioning co-ops made me think about for me every day depending on the year every day was pretty different like mm-hmm. mondays were not the same as fridays were not the same as wednesdays yeah. so let's talk about how our days were different like does every day look the same for you no yeah definitely no how do they change um well because like it depends like we have music lessons not in the summer usually but like during the actual school year Mm -hmm. during the day on wednesdays so that's like half the day Mm -hmm. plus errand and then nighttime stuff usually on thursdays and then like tuesday or monday depending on if i'm in like a show or something Mm -hmm. yeah so it it never looks the same plus if um like, when my public school friends, if they have off a day, then I usually go meet them somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, a whole day, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. since my I had to co-op on Mondays and Wednesdays, my Mondays and Wednesdays would be I'd wake up at, like, 6.45 and get to school at, like, 7.30. And then that was set up the way a school is set up. And then when I would get home from that, I wouldn't want to do any of my homework after the school day so that's when I would leave it for like Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays I would usually get all my homework done by Friday so I could just have Fridays off Mm. but yeah it is it's very different every single day is different for me yeah I feel like like she was saying with um music lessons and then like sports and I also feel like once you get towards the end of the week most of your stuff is done and you kind of have like shorter days and you don't have to work as long and yeah, sports too. In the winter time, when I have sports, it's always from school. I'll go immediately to sports, which is at like two thirty, mm. um, or it'll like because it's in the middle of the day. I'll have to stop my working on like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, and go to sports. And then after that, I'd be tired and wouldn't finish any homework that night unless right. I needed to. But. Yeah, yeah, I definitely relate. Um, having co-ops on certain days um, definitely changed things up. And I tried to not make every day look the same. Um, this past senior year, I wasn't doing as many like co-ops and classes outside of my own homeschooling. I was more making them up, not really making them up, but but uh, organizing them for myself. And mm-hmm. so I tried to partition that out to like 
have math on different days, then I have French on different days, then I have art. So, yes, I think making days different from each other is very important. But you guys talking about sports made me think of how is the balance between, like, school and life that you find with homeschooling? Do you think it's a pretty easy balance to strike or... Mm -mm. No. <laughs> no. When you're homeschooled, you have a lot of freedom. Mm -hmm. You're held accountable for absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And you have to make sure that you're spending enough time on school as you are like other things. Right. And it's gotten away from me at some points that I'm just, I'm doing too much of not school mm -hmm. and I need to be doing school. Yeah. And then it's really easy to tell too, because then I'll be like slowly like fading out and they'll be like oh you're not doing as well as you were mm -hmm. and especially during like sports seasons that's it's a lot trickier it's a lot right. harder and you have to pay attention to it more but sometimes you feel like you just don't have the time to because you're right. so rushed for everything and it is hard because like I said I mean you have to be independent when it comes to schooling right. and if you're not there's only one person to blame and that's yourself mm -hmm. because you can't really blame I mean in high school you're more independent and you can't really blame your mom anymore for things. Yeah, that's true. You can blame your mom for things maybe more in elementary school, yeah, but in high school. she takes care of for you, but... <laughs> but how do, you, how do you find that when you drift a little bit, how do you find that you can pull yourself back and be accountable? I just... I mean... I don't know. It takes a lot of thinking. Right. Because I don't... Like I said earlier, I like getting things done before I go somewhere. And that is something that I recently started doing because I would always like go somewhere and then procrastinate it and right. then I'd be stressed out. But definitely now, I mean in junior year, I would always get stuff done first. And mm -hmm. that would, I wouldn't be as stressed out about things. But when it starts slipping away, you just kind of have to regroup yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you got to make some lists, like mm -hmm. we were talking about, right. because lists are very important. Lists are great. Yeah, and if you if you don't have that, if you don't have, like, a structure for yourself, it's going to, you're going to slip away. It just happens. Yes. Structure is important. How yeah. do you find the, the life school balance, Clara? Um, <clears throat> so I'm not sure if I really understand this question completely. For example, if you have sports and if you have to hang out with friends and you have your own hobbies, how do you make sure that you both have time to do that but also have time to do school and you don't do too much of one or the other? And how do you try and strike that balance? Like, do you think homeschooling helps or hurts that balance? Um, I feel like since homeschooling is more flexible, you can, you know, do school on your own schedule. Right. It's, um, it can be harder sometimes because <clears throat> if you, like, take the day off, then you have to make up school for that the next day, and then you got right. more work, and... But then you have the flexibility to be able to do that. I mean, I imagine public school kids, they can't, like, just move their classes over to the next day, so, mm -hmm. yeah. How do you find the, the work-school balance? I mean, it's fine. It's pretty good. But, yeah, like, the flexibility, like... I've sometimes done, like, stuff in the middle of the night, mm. like, at 10 o'clock because I have to get it done. Right. And, like, for, like, the homeschool classes at the library mm. during the day, they're, like, on Fridays usually. If I have something or if I'm helping with one, then I, if I have to make it and I don't have time because I didn't do it during the day, yeah, sometimes I do do stuff in the nighttime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Honestly, I personally find that I have a little bit of the opposite problem that you have, Jill, where <laughs> I just, because there is no division between I am at school and I am at home, like my school is at home, I find it hard to separate that out. And I'm just like, well, I'm at home and I'm, it's during the school year and it's during the school week. So I'm going to do school. And then I don't section out time to like hang out with people or do my hobbies because I'm like I could hang out with them but it's a school day so I can't so I have to Mm -hmm. I have to finish my school and it's like I do kind of looking back regret doing so much using so much of my time for school like maybe I wouldn't have done quite as well in school but honestly I needed to take more time for actual (laughs) life yeah um even like I my first to or my first three years of high school I was like doing Saturdays school on Saturdays as well and I just like I changed that in my senior year but <laughs> I I was doing too much school so I was kind of striking the wrong balance mm-hmm. and I think it's easy to do both and I think you really have to work hard to be conscious of that mm-hmm. but sounds similar to like the work-life balance once you're in college and even out of college when you have a job. So I think it's good training for that, to to learn self-regulating really early. Um, I found this the hardest when quarantine started because mm-hmm. once quarantine started, I had... I was like, oh, it's just a break. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll be over soon. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do any school. (laughs) I mean, my teachers let me have off, so I was off for a little bit. And then when we had more weeks of quarantine, then I actually had to do school, and Mm -hmm. I just wasn't. (laughs) And I was... I would go outside, I would go on hikes, I would I would still see people, but, like, we would always do something outside. Because all of them were off from school, they'd have their days open, I'd have my days open, I wouldn't think about all the school I had. Mm-hmm. And when it got to the end of the um, year, I had a bunch of portfolio stuff I had to do that I just hadn't done because mm-hmm. I just totally forgot about it because we were in quarantine. Yeah. So. That was nice and stressful. Quarantine <laughs> yeah. has definitely messed up everybody's <laughs> school experience, but I would say, it, yeah, as a homeschooler, home it hit me. definitely I forgot yeah. about school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's fine. I mean, fine. I feel like I, I, again, had the opposite thing where I just, like, forgot about socialization even more. And mm-hmm. I just, like... I'm in a bunker, quarantine, and my only job here is to do school, so I'll do school. But um, I guess I had more senioritis then, because I was sort of tapering off, you know, going towards graduation. You already have been accepted to school, and so you're like, hmm. But, yeah. How did did you find quarantine? Boring. Yeah. Boring. I mean. Boring, because, like, everything was canceled. Right. And then, like, we did get together with friends. We still are, but not as much. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we didn't have classes, lessons, anything, really. Mm-hmm. What did you think? For me, honestly, it was kind of the same because mm-hmm. I was doing online school. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone was switching over. And they're like, oh, this is so weird. And But it was, like, the same for me. Um, but I think what changed the most was, like, on the weekends, my family will, like, do things, whether it's getting together with people, going places, like, doing activities. We couldn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. There was a time where we, my parents were like, all right, we don't want anyone over. You're not allowed to go over to anyone's house. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was really boring, but. Right. 
Yeah. I found it was kind of boring. I mean, being a homeschooler, you learn to entertain yourself at home. So more than boring, I found it just kind of depressing and lonely. (laughs) Just like everything shut down and everything's quiet. And it's still kind of like that now that everything's opening up. But we'll be okay. We will make it through this. And we will make it out of this eventually. But um, thank you guys so much for this really cool discussion. Thank you. Um, and thank us. you uh, for listening to our podcast. Um, if you would like to know more about homeschooling and more about our journey, you can visit our website at eaglemomsquad.com and you can follow our Facebook and like our Facebook to keep up to date with everything we're posting. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel to um, watch some of the videos that we put out. And if you would like to check out links to any of these things, links will be in the description. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Bye.